Welcome to the Altruistic Traveller podcast, interviews with influential changemakers from around the world. That recycling is no longer sufficient to, to deal with these. That type of volunteering actually is proving to be more harmful. Trying to elevate poverty. I mean, they didn't see me that way. They see me as a human being, someone who needs help. Be inspired, educated and moved by global initiatives making this world a better place. For more stories and resources, please visit thealtruistictraveler.com. Hi guys, welcome back to the Altruistic Traveler podcast. Um, today we're talking about a unique kind of travel that really blends together travel and fundraising. I've got Mike Crocker on the phone who is the Vice President of Marketing for Choose a Challenge which is an organization that really is working to bring this concept to the mainstream market. Thanks Mike for coming on the show. Thanks for having me Bianca, appreciate it, glad to be on the show. So I'll let you talk about pretty much the crux of Choose a Challenge and, you know, where you position yourself at the moment in the travel space. Yeah, great. Uh, So Choose a Challenge is essentially a unique college travel experience for students predominantly in the Northeast of the United States. Um, But we don't just stop there. We've been a company for around 10 plus years. We've taken over 12,000 college students abroad And the awesome thing, as you were saying before, is we allow them to fundraise the cost of an adventure travel challenge. And to this day, we've raised over $25 million uh, for charities all over the world. So it's not only the opportunity for a student to uh, not only pay a fraction of the cost for what this trip would normally cost, but at the same time, do something incredible for all those lives that are going to be affected by fundraising for charity yeah and uh so if i was a student would i come onto the platform have a look for a cause that i want to get involved in how would that process work from start to finish yeah great question um we believe here at choose a challenge that it really it all starts with uh what we call our campus leaders they are the the main person on campus the leader of their team and what we do every year is you know, we'll go out and we'll find a student that not only embodies the mission of Choose a Challenge, um, but also who's just, you know, a super organized um, student who just wants to do good and wants to lead a team, you know, on this adventure. So once we have that student, um, you know, kind of signed on, then we operate at that campus. We kind of play matchmaker in a sense where we go, all right, you know, New York University, um, we think they'd be a great match with, you know, the Be Positive Foundation. And then once that school and once that charitable cause is kind of partnered up, then it's really up to us to fill up that trip. We go to campus, you know, we offer, you know, information meetings, things like that. Um, Plenty of resources online to where, like you just said, you can log on, see if you're, see what uh, trips that your school is offering and sign up from there. Yeah, amazing. I'm so interested in the concept because I I don't know about in the US, but I feel like if you could classify the first year of college as youth, it's a pretty tough time. You kind of, you're thrown into this idea that you kind of have to choose what you want to do, decide essentially what your path is going to be. And I feel like often we want something else. I've noticed that traveling 
it really opens up your eyes and almost can give a different perspective rather than, okay, all right, you're at university now. Well, in Australia, we call it university. Yeah. <laughs> um, good luck figuring out what you want to do with the rest of your life. Yeah, it's, it's a huge moment for a college student. And I think the thing that I see the most and what I love to see is um, a total, you know, first year student, a freshman um, coming into the program and, you know, with, with any big trip, especially going abroad and internationally, it is kind of a process where you're jumping in with both feet. But my favorite thing to see is somebody kind of like come in there with like a little bit of nerves, kind of like a half confidence. And then by the end go, wow, like I just summited Mount Kilimanjaro, like the tallest freestanding mountain in the world. And you just gain that confidence. You meet so many people on campus and it's nice. It's nice to see that little, you know, that spark in people and you can kind of see it in their eyes. And similarly, people who are at the end of their college journeys, um, I've seen countless students use this uh, experience in their internships. And, you know, uh, I'm sure, you know, those of you listening and everyone can relate to the job interview question of what's the biggest challenge you've ever had to overcome? And a lot of our students use this uh, exact example um, and we've seen them either come, you know, work for us or go on to, you know, bigger companies. And that's always something that's really cool. But yeah, finding out who you are, using this experience and using it kind of however, however you really want. Yeah, because I'm looking at some of your destinations here and, um, you know, they're pretty big accomplishments. Like you've got Machu Picchu, Everest Base Camp, Kilimanjaro. Are you really focused on those challenging journeys? Yeah, I think it's um, I think those journeys really embody, you know, just just like what we're trying to set after uh, Kilimanjaro, obviously, I just said before, you know, tallest freestanding mountain in the world. And then, you know, we have challenges that run to, you know, the Edinburgh Marathon, where I feel like a marathon is a popular bucket list option. But, um, you know, all different types uh, of challenges designed to push you mentally, physically. Um, and just, yeah, really give you a kind of confidence in a person, but yeah, that's, that's the goal. We, we want to challenge you, but the, at the end of the day, the thing we also want you to know is that we have the right people in place to, to get you there, to motivate you, to get you ready, you know, physically, mentally, all that good stuff. But yeah, that's, that's the goal. There's so many things that I am loving about this concept um, I just want to go back. So do you find that a lot of the students on your tours are traveling for the first time? Yeah, great question. Um, so a lot of times we see, if I had to give you a percentage, I'd say we get definitely over 60, 65% uh, annually is, is new students. And, you know, it's a big thing where somebody travels with us once and, you know, when they come back, they kind of want to bring more people and it's more of that, you know, trickle down effect. But um, yeah, we do see a lot of new people, which, you know what, it's actually good. Because, you know, as much as we love to see our participants come back, take on another challenge, uh, we also love to see, you know, some new blood getting in there, some new people that are, for the first time, willing to take a, a, you know, take a chance, not only on us, but, you know, take a chance on themselves and see, hey, can I actually do this? But yeah, it's, it's, it's an exciting process. And I love seeing new people every year. And is it these students first time traveling overseas? Yeah, I'll tell you one story. The uh, last year I was in Machu Picchu um, for one of our treks, which is, yeah, just going exploring the ruins of Machu Picchu down in Peru. Um, one girl actually had never, A, been on a plane, B, never been outside the country, and, you know, C, let alone do a, a trek of this magnitude. 
And, you know, if I'm being completely transparent, you know, in the beginning, you know, she was kind of scared, struggling a little bit, but at the end, you know, dealing with altitude and everything, she actually came out and was, you know, one of the best people at the end, ready to go, you know, full energy once we got to the ruins and we're exploring around. Um, yeah. And it's, it's, it's an amazing thing to say. That, I mean, I just think that is so powerful because coming from experience, I know that, you know, travel changed me. I mean, to be fair, the first times I traveled was not anything near as reflective as these it wasn't really until my first time in India that I really that travel really started to influence me in a personal growth kind of a way um it just gives you so much perspective you know like you go to these places and and you're like and then you realize wow the world that I live in every day the things that I see around me every day are not the same things that other people see. And and there's something quite humbling about that because one, especially if you've grown up in a, I'll say privileged Western society, that it, it really gives you some perspective about, um, you know, how, how lucky we are and just how many things that we can take for granted. So for somebody as young as 18, uh, is that your youngest student that you would take? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, we we only take uh, college students that are over the age of 18, um, but that goes well into, you know, even graduate students as well. Um, mm. But yeah, that's it's, it's an incredible thing. And I often uh, kind of notice within my travels too, personally and with the company, it's it's not so much that it's, it's, it's funny too. Once you get to the top of the mountain, you know, this iconic landmark, this iconic peak, that's a great moment, but I think the moments that really change and shift me as a person are the little in-between things, whether it's just, you know, an experience you have, um, you know, with someone that lives in the area, uh, you know, anything like with your teammates, that bonding, those little things. That Those are the stories that I always hear, uh, funny enough, from our participants. You know, when I ask them, what was your favorite part of the trip? You think, yeah, sure, top of the mountain. It's, it's not always those things, but those are always – um, the memories that you kind of take with you, but yeah, it's awesome. And in on saying that, um, your values, the choose a challenge values, are very important to me. So tell me a little bit about the commitment to responsible tourism. Yeah, absolutely. Um, one of the things we realized, uh, you know, amongst a sea of travel companies, um, and more specifically within you know the college demographic is we realized, hey, we actually, you know, operate in a very responsible, uh, you know, tourism sense of mind compared to a lot of these other companies that we were seeing. And we came together and said, guys, this is such a valuable feature, not only to, you know, promote our trips, but just something to talk about. And it's one of those things where we try our best in so many different areas of responsible tourism. Uh, to make that difference and to really stand out from the crowd. And it's something that I think, like, realistically over the past year, we've really revved up um, in order to just be a better travel provider because doing these things are, you know, they're going to leave the destinations we operate in a better place. And at the same time, a lot of our students who maybe don't even know the definition of responsible tourism or really don't think about those things when they're traveling, when they take on a trip with us, those are the things that they're learning about. Those are the things that they become aware of. And then after that, they're a lifer. You know, it's one of those things where you'll go on a trek 
and the difference between, you know, leaving a, a wrapper on the ground or something like that. But after an experience of, you know, trekking through the jungles of Machu Picchu and not seeing a single one because the people of Peru, you know, value nature so much, little things like that, it, it, it makes a little difference, but it goes a long way. Of course, like, and it is the education piece. And I do see, um, actually, a, a good friend of mine recently took on through their university took on a trip to Tanzania and kind of similar concept, but more around skill sharing and having that come as, uh, as part of the, the course that she was doing. Um, she just was quite taken back at the whole experience in a sense that she felt like she was sort of placed in this area and not really, she didn't get to, uh, use the skills that she had put down that she wanted to use. So it was almost like there was just, she mentioned that there were too many people actually on the tour and, Interesting, yeah. and that it really just didn't feel immersive and that the, they had taken the local community's interests at the forefront Mm-hmm. And so you see a lot of that when, and I actually didn't think that those kind of experiences were still going on in universities and schools around the world. But I think from a long time ago when it was used as part of the curriculum, there wasn't really that sense of sustainable tourism and responsible tourism at the forefront. And unfortunately, it looks like that that is still happening today. So I was particularly interested when you did mention that, you know, sustainable tourism and responsible tourism and understanding, putting the the local communities first and really educating your students about the importance of that concept. Um, yeah, that, that was a really positive point for me when I was, when I was talking to you about, about the organization. Yeah. And I, and I think one of our strong suits is, you know, I feel like you can go, you know, on a lot of different travel provider websites and sure, you know, every company, you know, will adhere to a certain set of, you know, international or national, um, you know, safety standards, responsible tourism, what they're doing. Um, one of the unique things about Choose a Challenge and the thing that I love talking about is giving you the exact blueprint, telling you how we're going out there and we're trying to make, you know, our the operations and all the destinations that we operate in, uh, you know, better off. Like, j- just to name a few, one of the newest things Uh, We just launched a partnership about three months ago with um, an awesome company called We Forest. They're a small Belgian startup, um, but they have like a big goal in mind. And that's to offset a lot of the carbon produced, um, you know, by flights and, you know, other uh, means of transportation or travel, um, you know, just to kind of yeah offset that carbon and make sure that we're not leaving a carbon footprint a lot of the time. So what we're doing with them is we're giving our students this year the option to pay a very small fee ranging anywhere from 13 to just under $40. And they'll be able to offset the carbon of their flights. And then next year, we're going to take it a big step further. And then we'll actually be by uh, 2021, a completely carbon, uh, carbon neutral company where we will try to minimize that impact uh, everywhere. So that's not only flights, but that'll be the in-country transportation once students arrive in-country. Um, you know, 
here at the company, if we're going, you know, on college visits and stuff like that, all of those carbon emissions are going to be offset. And in return, we forest will actually plant trees in our name, uh, you know, in Zambia. And, you know, just kind of just that's just one of the little things like that. But it's awesome just forging these partnerships that we can not only educate these students about, but at the same time, you know, prove, you know, just in general, hey, you know, we're a responsible tour operator and this is exactly how we're doing. I thought that your partnership with WeForest was fantastic. Actually, in the past uh, six months, it's really come to my mind the impact, the the carbon footprint that travel can have. And I've almost been, I guess before that, I was a little bit uneducated about it, especially when I started traveling when I was 18. I mean, I didn't even know what carbon footprint was. So it's it's like so fantastic that nowadays we can, especially as more people become educated, you can kind of say, okay, like these are the things that we're doing. And look, flying is bad for the environment. Like it just, yeah. you know, I wrote an article the other day about it, and it it is. But the thing is that I don't, I my argument was that I didn't feel that the solution was to stop flying, but rather to find sustainable solutions to combat that. So for a, an organization as large as yourself to be involved with We Forest and carbon offsetting, I think that's really already setting the mark. Obviously, the aviation industry has a part to play. Um, I was doing a bit of research about, you know, how close we are to biofuels and things like that, and we're getting there. It's it's really the education piece. And I think when leaders in the industries really start to take a stand against these things that that's when we start to see change so kudos to you for for doing that um and you've also got uh an alliance with travelers against plastic yeah that's that's one we actually uh we've made the pledge about a year ago um yeah so tap or travelers against plastic Um, Yeah, it's more of a pledge that travel providers can make in order to say to everyone that comes along, works with them, uh, you know, takes trips with them to say, we are making every effort to reduce the use of single plastics, um, you know, in certain countries. Uh, I think the best example was obviously, you know, we've been talking about uh, one of the trip offerings Choose a Challenge has is Mount Kilimanjaro, which is located in Tanzania. Um, I think on June 1st of this year, they actually banned single-use plastics in the country. Um, so one of the ways that we combat that as well is, you know, l- like alarming all of our participants to say, hey, this is the way you should pack. Here's the press release. You know, this is everything you need to know, especially when you're in country, bringing it back. But even the areas in the other countries where single-use plastics aren't banned, you know, it's a thing where we do the little things like, you know, recommending that our students, you know, filter out their water. Don't, you know, uh, you know, don't go out and buy, you know, plastic bottles like every single time within country when we're getting water ourselves for a company. It's one of those things where we're always keeping that in mind. Um, and then, yeah, our goal is to just minimize and reduce that use of single use plastics to to honor that pledge. And that's a really thing. That's the thing that we've been working on for the past year. And that we're really excited to continue into 2020. Have you gone as far as sort of teaming up with a, one of those water filter bottle companies? I've been thinking about that lately because I have to tell you, when I was traveling through Turkey, it was that hard for me 
to find a place to refill my water. And I kind of started thinking like, I'm going to need like a water refill, uh, a water filter bottle here because like it's just some places the concept of not wanting to use plastic is just so foreign. Yeah, I mean, that's that's definitely an idea and something that we can definitely look into. But I think at the end of the day, like, yeah, just little recommendations, like water purification tablets. That's one of the things, for example, that's on our suggested packing list. Um, and even working with our ground agents in country saying, hey, guys, these are our standards. Um, you know, instead of going out and buying, you know, like massive big jugs of water, you know, let's try to purify water from a different source and bring it in, in something that's not plastic, things like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that's something that we definitely recommend to all of our participants and that we, you know, we try to control. No, I think it's fantastic. Like, I mean, my whole blog is dedicated to sustainable tourism. And when I start to see people like this get on board and especially in youth, it makes me so excited. Um, so let's talk about the causes. Uh, who, who chooses the causes? Yeah. So, um, I like to think of this as kind of uh like a three-way connection so what'll happen is you know choose a challenge we'll organize the trip plan it make sure it's sustainable and make sure it's enjoyable for the students um the student leader who will actually be on campus um organizing you know the students relaying any messages um you know from us and then there's the charity so these causes uh we we kind of uh have an idea of the organization's um, that we want to work with, but we're always adding new ones too. We have we have about eight different charities um, locked on, and they're they're officially our partner. You know, we uh, we're certified by the Institute of Fundraising to say that you know we're a legitimate partnerships with these guys. We'll do the due diligence, but um, we pair a charity and a cause uh, with a campus, and it's already kind of like a pre-made thing. So a student could show up to an on-campus event hosted by Choose a Challenge, and they'll walk in and they'll say. The, um, the New York University trip to Mount Kilimanjaro in support of, you know, the Be Positive Foundation. And then they'll have the opportunity to learn about the cause there as well as the trip. So, yeah, it's more of a pairing. Right. And uh, how many trips will you – so you mentioned earlier when we were talking offline that you're getting ready for this, the next lot of people to come through. How many trips do you usually take each year? Yeah, um, I think one of the exciting things um, about being a company that continually tries to, you know, grow at a rapid rate is, yeah, to see more people come through. Um, You know, in particular this year, sometimes they fluctuate, you know, some teams, you know, don't always work out. But at the end of the day, you know, we have some people that kind of come through the woodwork as well. So that number kind of fluctuates. But yeah, I mean, this year alone, we'll probably set up at least, let me see here. Well, we have eight trips, I think, so far right now. But at the same time, there's multiple universities, you know, going on those select uh, trip dates and everything. And we're adding them by the bunch. Um, so we look to have that all secured and locked up within the week. Um, but, yeah, various dates throughout May and August will be traveling. And then our goal as a company um, is to take 500 students abroad last year. And just to put that into perspective, Last year, we took just over 300, I believe. And then our first year operating out here, um, standalone from the UK, we took about 125. So that growth is definitely year on year getting better. And hopefully this year, we can really smash that and hit the 500 mark. Yeah, I hope so. And how do you find the university's response to what you're trying to do? 
Um, I mean, yeah, it really depends. My thing that I always say is, you know, each university is a different beast. You know, some will love us and be like, oh, my God, I love this concept. Others will be like, hey, you know, we have a very similar program. I don't think it'll work. Um, it really depends. And we work with all different types of schools, too. There's not that one ideal school that, you know, is our go-to just because we see it vary so much. We work, you know, with Ivy League schools all the way down to, like, you know, regular state schools as well. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely a mixed bag. And uh, so do you have to be associated with the college or university to go on one of the trips? So we definitely advertise um, to the – advertise it as a, like, you know, students from the University of, you know, uh, Connecticut. This trip's for you. But if you have a friend that wants to go on the trip too, technically anyone can sign up. A uh, perfect example of that is, you know, one time we had a trip uh, offered at Purdue University in Indiana. And she had, you know, two friends that transferred the previous year to um, a school in Florida and, you know, another school within Indiana. Um, and they were both able to go on the trip. It's more, more about taking more college students abroad. That's our mission. And that's what we keep in mind, um, you know, when we make a lot of big decisions and our values and everything like that. So if we can take more students abroad, that's the goal. And that's something that, you know, we're always welcoming to do. Yeah, well, I mean, I feel that you're kind of pioneering this concept here because it is so important, one, to get youth traveling, but also to get youth traveling in a meaningful way and understanding that they're just understanding that they can make an impact. And in this sense, you're teaching them that they can make an impact in both traveling and also fundraising yeah i think the big tagline um especially when i'm talking to people about the program for the first time is you know you're not only making a difference within your own life your college experience but yeah you're changing the lives of others um you know when you're fundraising um you know throughout the course of the year you know sure like every dollar that goes by you're like that's great that's great you submit it um but i think the really cool thing and that our charity partners love to do um, is kind of show you, you know, what that money is going towards. And that's a big thing that we do, you know, when we come to campus um, is we have our charity partners speak and they, you know, they show relevant examples of, you know, projects that are even sometimes local in their backyard and really connect that cause with the student to make them possibly realize like, wow, this is actually something I care about. Um, and sometimes, you know, we'll have students, come undo these trips because they they love the cause they they came in knowing um you know what this foundation was all about and they just saw this as you know a cool opportunity to fundraise some money in a yeah a pretty unique way and i mean this might be a difficult question but how much impact do you feel that choose the challenge has made to date it's a de it's definitely a loaded question but <laughs> it's a good it's a good one to ask um my thing is this uh, as I said before, it's those little things in terms of seeing people change and seeing people go outside their comfort zones. That, that's one of our core values here. But yeah, in terms of changing the lives of others, I think the, the two main things are giving students the giving students the confidence to say, yes, I can do this. Yes, I can, you know, 10 years from now, I can go backpacking throughout Europe um, and, you know, be able to be confident in that. Or say, hey, you know, like, 
um, you know, I can fundraise, you know, a legitimate amount of money for a charity or even just little things like people coming along and realizing, wow, like I love, let's say Peruvian culture. The, you know, the people here are just, they respect nature so much. And I learned so much about what it means to be truly a social, socially responsible traveler. There's so many different aspects to say, yeah, we as a travel organization have made an impact, um, on people. So yeah, I love seeing the different ways, but yeah, it's, it's making an impact. And my thing is this, if we can change one life, if we can make one of our destinations a better place, if we can tr plant one more tree, let's say through we forest, you know, we're making a difference or at least we're, we're trying to take a step in the right direction, which is really what it's all about at the end of the day. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. And just that education piece as well. And, you know, we're seeing sustainable tourism and responsible tourism really start entering the mainstream or, or people are talking about it, especially when we see what's going on in our world. And, and, you know, tourism is such a large part of the global GDP. I think that if we can find a way to make tourism sustainable, it would be better for the planet, for the people, for everyone involved. And the particular thing that stands out to me is just really getting um, youth to be a part of something like this. Like I said in, in the beginning of the conversation, like I think it's a tough time for youth, you know, to try and like we're lacking in community sometimes and, and travel can really bring that perspective back to you and help you understand what is really important in life. So um yeah thank you so much for coming to talk about choose a challenge if if any of our listeners want to find out more information where can they go absolutely um yeah you can head over to our website uh www.chooseachallenge.org um or you can go ahead and check out what we're doing on social media um, our instagram and facebook um and just simply search choose a challenge usa all one word on there and you guys should be good to go. You can find out all about our trips going on, um, whether we're, you know, coming to a university near you, your university as well, or if we're not on there, let us know. We always love adding on new schools um, and getting more college students to travel abroad. That's our mission. But uh, yeah, it was a pleasure being on the show and I really appreciate you having me on. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for tuning into that episode. Uh, it's so great to see these kind of sustainable travel opportunities reaching the younger people of our generation. Um, so if you're located in the UK or the US, uh, go check out their website and see if potentially it's uh, something that you'd be interested in. Next week, we're changing up topics a little bit and talking about meditation. Uh, if you've been following my blog, it's become a big part of my life. And I wanted to bring that topic into the conversation um, because essentially we can only be change makers if we are looking after ourselves and the best version of ourselves that we can be. Um, and I've found that through meditation, I have been able to become that um, and so I wanted to get my friend Kevin on the show, who is a meditation teacher. We're going to be talking about mental health, um, his journey and my journey with meditation, and just how mindfulness can really 
shape the people that we are and um, take a lot of suffering away. So, so excited about this episode. You guys definitely tune in. Um, Again, if you're loving the podcast, please give me a review. Uh, Send anyone my way if you feel like you have a certain topic that you want me to discuss. Um, Otherwise, I'll leave you to it. Have a wonderful day or evening wherever you are in the world.